Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are located in the greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is being content with God. Now, here's Pastor Carrie. Again, happy Sabbath. Um, today, uh, this afternoon, I'm, I'm really excited about my, my good friend, James Choi. He's a financial advisor, and he's going to be sharing on financial health um, and knowing that s- stress in life often results around finances. And then also, when you think about what you do with your life... And, Remember when you were a young guy in college? Or I remember I was sitting there in my apartment with about two dollars to my pocket, in my pocket, wondering what to do. I need to go eat. And at that time, bean burritos at Taco Bell were seventy-nine cents each. So I think I could buy two, maybe three bean burritos. And you look at money and what you do with money, and it really dictates how you live your life. It does revolve on the way you live your life. So today, when you go home, or you, tonight, what you're going to do, um, you're going to spend money. It's going to allow you to go see a movie, allow you to do this, go to this restaurant, and so on. Tomorrow you have your day, and what are you going to do? You got gas in your car, you, you spend money there, and you do this. Or you spend your money um, you know, on a, an apartment or a nice house. Um, just, you get the picture. This is how we live life, um, is how we spend money. So I'm very anxious and excited about today's financial health seminar. I hope all of you can make it. Um, Hopefully, it will give us perspective and how we live our lives by the way we spend our money. And it's kind of related to our message today, being content with God. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you so much for um, all that you provide for us, the blessings that you, you've given us. Um, um, you've you've um, you sustained us. You've, you've, you've fed us. You've... you've given us a place, you've given us a life. You've do, without you, we have nothing, and so we are grateful. And Father, today, as we reflect on our, our lives, as we hear your word, may you, um, you teach us and, and help us to live with perspective of what's truly important. We pray these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Being content with God. That feeling of content, where you're sitting there, maybe in your favorite chair, and you're looking around, and you're saying, wow, I am at peace, I, am at, I, I, I don't need anything or want anything right now, I am just content. I remember my grandma, Johanna, um, she would sit around in her chair looking at her ten grandchildren 
and just just be amazed. She's just smiling. And look at my big family. She would just be saying, look at my big family. This is all that matters. This is the only thing that's important is my big family all here with me today. She's being, she's content. So being content with God. Um, Luke 12, 15 says, he said to them, Watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in abundance of possessions. So the person with the most amount of toys at the end doesn't win. And we live in a world, a Western society, where materialism is a important thing to us. We see what our neighbors have and all of a sudden we say, hey, how come they have it and we don't? We got it. For one person puts a direct TV um, um, satellite on their house, before you know it, that person has it, and then that person has it, and then that person has it, and then everybody has it and they're paying 200 a month for television. You see it, um, the latest cell phone comes out. Everybody's got to get it. I don't care if it costs $1,000. I need to have this phone. Cars. Teslas, right? Teslas. Now the Tesla is the cool thing, man. Who wants a Tesla? Raise your hand. All right, there's a few of you, right? They are cool. You don't have to pay for gas, but you have to pay sixty to one hundred twenty thousand dollars to have one. But you don't have to pay for gas, right? Right. We look at life. For many of us, it's like, you know, we are not complete unless we have this possession. I always wanted a Toyota Tacoma pickup truck. Wanted one so bad. There was a time, I, I, maybe I've shared this story with you before, but there was a time I was so about to buy one. I was going to go in debt to get one so badly. You know what? If I would have bought one, I would have never gotten into ministry. I would have ended up being, I would have had to live my life to pay that off that truck that I would have had to turn down the opportunity to work for a church. Hebrews 13.5 says, Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. When we have this mindset of materialism, looking for your self-worth based upon your net worth, you are going to come out at the end feeling empty. All those bright, shiny things that you have will slowly rot away and you'll end up with nothing. What is truly important is 
relationships, connections, and your relationship ultimately with God. That is what's truly what will fulfill you. To live with a sense of content. How much money do you need to be content? I'm going to ask you that question. What do you need? How much? If I gave you $100, who would be content with that? We got a couple back there. All right. $1,000. Would that take care of all your needs? 10000 Cover it. 100000 Amen. I got amens here. This is, this is the price of right. It's right. A million dollars. If someone gave you a million dollars today, would you be content? You go to Pasadena and a million dollars would buy you a shack. And you say, I wish I had two million dollars. I remember I was on a mission trip in Mexico. We were up in the mountains of Chihuahua. These people, I don't know if they spoke Spanish. They were Native American or Native Americans. All right. They spoke their Indian dialect, right? And I remember being with them. And there was this this family who was a Seventh-day Adventist Christians in a a non Seventh-day Adventist community who got kicked out of their community and had to live apart from it. And when they went to school, one boy was telling me how they were um, throwing knives at them because of their faith. But anyways, I would watch this family. Their yearly income was $60 a year. That's all they made, and they grew their own food. And they, their, their shoes, they basically had a strip of leather and two leather ties for sandals. That's all that they had. But I looked at their family, and as they hovered around each other, I looked at their faces and the sense of contentment that they are complete with $60 a year. As we seek for more, as we live our lives trying to to make more, and many of us are not living, we're just, we're basically dying to try to gain more and more and more. You hear the stories of people who work to the bone until they retire. And then by the time they retire, something tragic happens where they never were able to live out their life. Contentment. According to this, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content. With that, you have, because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. The opposite of content is feeling wanting, anxious, needing something to make you whole. I remember this one time I was, um, I was selling books, call porting, and I realized I had 
I didn't have $2 for Taco Bell. I had 35 cents in my pocket, I think. And I was going to go and sell books. And I, re- I realized this at one point where I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm stressing that I need to make money so I can eat. And then I looked at myself and my belly and realized every single day of my life, I've had a meal to eat. How about you? Have you had a meal to eat? God has always provided for me in the past. Who is to say, why would, why would there be any reason to doubt that he will not provide for you in the future? He will. He will. If you're anxious about your future and whether you have enough, God is going to provide for you. He will not forsake you. You, will, you can have... I don't care what your circumstances are. You can have that peace and that contentment that God will always be there for you. Proverbs 19.23 says, The fear of the Lord leads to life, then one rests content, untouched by trouble. How do you get contentment according to this proverb? Just do the right thing. Listen to God. Do what he says. Fear the Lord. Humble yourself to the presence of the Lord. You see that in life. Okay, think about your decisions. Remember when you went on the the windy road of life? You were doing it your way, right? That windy road, was that a happy road? How many of you think that windy road was a It was an exciting road. I got to do all these crazy things. But in the end, it led me to the point of destruction. It led you back here. Kind of like Evan's children's story. The windy road, you can't go very far. The analogy with Jesus. We feel... Straight, a sense of contentment. Matthew 6, 25, 26 says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, about what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and anybody more than, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them, are you not much more valuable than they are? We have this, when we know that we are serving this God, the creator of the universe, the provider of all things, all he desires for us is to trust him. Just to trust him, to accept him. He's taken you on a road. And to accept his path and be at peace with that. When we are anxious or worried or feel like we need more, we are not trusting in him. We're not 
accepting the peace that he wants to give us. And what's more valuable than peace? What would you rather have? A million dollars? This is a tough question, maybe. But a million dollars and constantly unhappy and anxious and paranoid for the rest of your life? Or nothing but happiness and joy? I see this all the time. I see this all the time where people are, are working, are, are striving and for things that make them unhappy and they just keep doing the same things that make them unhappy. When God wants all the... What does God want from us? He wants our joy, our love, our peace. To be in harmony with Him. May that be our value system. May that be what's most important for us. It's the way we live our lives. Then he says, Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? No. Do you guys worry? Anybody worry? Worry? Raise your hands if you worry. You worry about your future? Right? Today, this week, I've made a big decision. You know I love you guys, right? You'll always be in my heart. Right? Um, and I spent this week thinking, oh no, this is, this is a new world for me. What am I going to do? Then I have to reflect. I've realized something for the past couple of years, as you can understand. Life is short. It could be taken away from you at any single time. God has given us life to enjoy it, not to spend it on things that take that joy away from us, such as worrying, being anxious being driven from greed and materialistic stuff that lead us to nothing anyways. So finally, so do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. This is what everybody else does. This is what the Joneses does. This is what, what, what the anti-Christ message is. Go out and gain, gain your own. Everybody does it. Let's not be a part of this. We have Christ in our lives. Let us be people of peace and be people that are content. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. This is a message that says God loves you so much that 
He wants you to, to be in his arms like a baby with his mom or his dad. Being held by God in complete peace knowing that he is taking care of you. How do you look at life? What is your focus? What is your perspective of life? According to this, seek ye the first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. When you seek him, what's going to happen to us? All these things will be added unto us. Everything that the desires of our hearts, God knows what they are. All these things, everything that you truly, truly desire will be given to you. As you seek him. Do it your way. You're not going to truly find. What you're looking for. Following God. Seek him. You will find ultimately. What you're looking for. Let us pray. Father Lord. Thank you so much for this. Opportunity to be here. Father we pray Lord that you be with all of us and help us to recognize the way we are living our lives. If we are if our if we're in a t- place of constant worry or anxiety, if we're we're stressed or if we're we're so far in debt because of our our spending habits because we are not content with what we have, Lord. Help us, Father. Give us perspective. Give us a deeper, fuller understanding of what it means to come to you and what you were providing for us. An opportunity for peace, for happiness, for joy, for love, for contentment, Lord, which is way more valuable than gold or money or anything this world can provide for us. Lord, We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.